Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 262 recorded live on Sunday, June 24th, 2012 from an undeclosed secret podcast recording location. Disclosed. Disclosed. Okay. Not disclosed. 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 Gotcha. Anyway, your hosts are the man who is smarter than me today, as you have just seen Dave play. Several times. More to count. And the man who did a stupid, stupid thing times, what, five now? (laughs) Andy Lowe, hi. It's been an interesting day. Hi, Andy. Yeah, it's been a very interesting day. All right, so I'd like to set a scene for people first off. Okay. There are several scenes that are going to be set throughout this episode, but the one right now, currently where Andy and I are recording, I can actually see Andy through a a, a pane of glass, almost like a computer screen, except I can only see like the top third of his head or so. It's Uh, like, it's like Mr. Wilson from Home Improvement. That is exactly what it's like. I can see half of his eyeballs up. Um, and, and we are actually in a podcast recording studio. It's actually really nice. Like, actually, like, soundproof. I'm guessing this glass is soundproof. Uh, ish. But yeah, we've got the classic um, sound-dampening foam on the wall. Yeah, every corner of this room. It doesn't do a fantastic job, but it, it sort of works. Yeah, I, I would put more, but okay. that's just me. Was it wasn't originally designed for a podcasting room. It kind of became one. You gotta go the classic uh, hip-hop way and just buy egg cartons and staple them to the wall. Don't tempt me. Um, so that, yeah, undisclosed location, really kind of cool and really interesting because I can, it's almost like we're, we're video chatting, but I know he's actually in the next room. I am actually in the same physical location as Dave. If there was not a piece of glass, I could chuck something at Dave. You could still chuck something at me. It just wouldn't hit me. Because there's a piece of glass. There, That's what I said. There's a pane of glass, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now, second scene. Why the hell is Andy and Madison? If you've been a longtime listener, you have perhaps listened to me invite Andy on multiple occasions, and he always turns to me and says, no, 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 it's not worth the hassle, not worth the hassle. So I will set another scene for you. I'm at dinner with friends. Friends' parents are in town. We're just kind of at dinner, and I get a phone call from Andy. Now, there, there had been a text before this when we played phone tag a little bit, but I get a phone call from Andy. Andy, what's going on? I was like, Dave, I'm going to be in Madison on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Andy, why are you going to be in Madison on Sunday? Well, Dave, the reason why I'm going to be in Madison on Sunday is the fact that I, um... I did a stupid thing. That's pretty much what I, exactly I said. I did a stupid yeah. thing. It's, it's been the this, multiple this is, times. This is almost verbatim yes. the actual conversation we had. Uh, what I'm like, okay, Andy, God, okay, what did you do? I um, bid on a Jeep on eBay and won. Yeah, I believe the actual words were, I bought a car. Yeah, I bought a car on <laughs> eBay. I, I like, okay, A, you bought a car. Yes. B, you bought it on eBay. C, you bought yes. it in Madison. Yes. How much did you spend on this car, Andy? $1,000. How much would a trip to PAX have cost you? Probably half of that. Why did you buy a car? It was... <laughs> your, your car runs, does it not? Yes, and my car is drivable. My current car, which is the 1983 Mercedes-Benz 240D, is drivable, and I bought a Jeep. 1998 Jeep Cherokee. Bright red. Bright red. Safest color car. Actually, the car is most likely to get pulled over by cops. That too, but it is the safest. (laughs) Because the cops always pull you over. (laughs) Correlation, not causation. Okay. So... So this is Friday, and he's like, I'm going to be in Madison. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I bid on this car. It was currently at $500. This was 5 a.m. This was not my um, smartest moment, especially the fact that I did not tell Kate that I had done this. Until after you won the auction. Until after I won the auction. You... 
Let me preface, as soon as I realized I won the auction, I called up Kate to try and get a hold of her, but she was at work. So when she finally called me back, I'm like, I did a stupid thing and I'm sorry. That was yeah. some of those things where as soon as I realized it at work, I'm thinking... Probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You, you know you can retract. I, I am 90% certain there's a way to retract an auction, uh, a bid. There's an ability to retract a bid. Oh, what was it? I did that one time. I retracted a bid somehow, but I think like once you place a bid, the bid is there. Like you can retract it if you accidentally typed in the wrong number. Oh, but So you, I could have done have to... that, but it's still an you active still bid. bid. Yeah. Oh, Andy. That actually would have been the smart thing to do is just to put in there, hey, I messed up the bid. I only meant a <laughs> hundred dollars. Well, it was already at 500 so yeah. I would have said, oh, I accidentally meant um, 600 Yeah. yeah. No, no, you bid $1,000 on a car. Yeah, you won. I know, and I now have a Jeep along with my Benz. Which, Uninsured. Yeah, well, I need to call Progressive tomorrow. Unregistered. I need to go to the DMV as soon as I get back to Michigan. With rust. Well, it's a $1,000 Jeep. Belt. And no fewer than three active hornet's nests. Oh, yeah. Which we took out. At, yes. at the, no one got stung. We got rid of those. those hey, the cruise gone. control works. Cruise control works. The radio works. The AC doesn't work. But, but I knew that one going into is, it. Is that possibly the, the belt itself? Is it not? Most likely, it's the same thing that was going wrong with Kate's Jeep, because Kate actually has a 99 Jeep Cherokee. So we are going to be a Jeep family now. Yeah, I know. Applause. Um, Jeep, but that's Chrysler, right? Yes. Okay, just double checking. Which hey. means it's going to have electrical issues, which was the thing for those Jeep Cherokees. That's why I was very pleased that the cruise control still works. Yep. You bought a Jeep. A Jeep! Like I said, not my smartest moment, and as soon as I realized it, I have told everybody that I did a stupid, stupid thing. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, on the other hand, you I mean, you bought a car's worth of parts for Kate's if it ever breaks. Also true, yeah. I mean, hey, a thousand bucks for a car, if it lasts you a year and a half, you're ahead. Well, that and the fact that I could probably sell the Benz probably around five, six, seven hundred dollars, which would offset, cut, yeah, yeah offset, offset a large cost. cost. That said, you, you bought the Benz for more and you've put in a fair amount of work into keeping it up and improving it. Yes. So... The problem is that it's a 1983 car that's lived its entire life in Michigan. Oh, that's not good. No. Okay. For those who are not um, northern exposure inclined, is that a good way of putting that? Eh, shaky, because we are north in the continental U.S., but, I mean, there's much more to the north of okay. us. Okay, northern Michigan. In the, in the not even northern, temperate zone? You are in southern Michigan. Yes, but are we still in the temperate zone? I don't know. Come on, Dave, don't you know your middle school geology? No! <laughs> Wouldn't that be meteorology anyways? Maybe. Like, it, it's weather patterns is what it's really describing. Temperate versus tropical versus tundra versus all that. Yeah, maybe actually. I'll have to think about that. Also, I need to take off my hat. Jeez. Having, like, actual headphones on and a hat on? Yeah, well, like an actual recording studio. I know, with, like, That's actual so boom mics and um, actual proper microphones. I should come in here every week to record. With actual proper noise-canceling muffs. You, so, so when I go... Well, it's still there, because you're going right into it. Yes. But it should cut down on most of the excess. So if this is our most uh, fluid episode, the smoothest recording, then you know why. It sounds smooth. Is it actually going to be smooth? Oh, God, no. No. So let's see, we've covered how many mistakes? I'm not even going to go into the other so ones. So many problems. So, so, many so Andy, problems. You, you took the train to a bus yes. to get to Madison. Yes. I took Amtrak from Kalamazoo to Chicago, and then I took the Megabus from Chicago to Madison because Amtrak doesn't go to Madison. Well, it does, but it's on a bus. 
<laughs> so I gonna, thought, hey. You're going to take the bus anyway. Yeah, I'm going to take the bus anyway. And because Amtrak was putting me on a bus, I wasn't able to use my student discount. So I would have had to pay the full adult price. Mm. But just taking the train, I was student. able to apply a discount. And then the Megabus was cheaper anyway. So yeah. the discount plus the Megabus was still less than Amtrak. And no issues making that connection since they both let off right at the same place. Yeah, because Union's the Megabus literally was a block, of, not even a block away, half it's a block away on from the same block as Union Station. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, welcome to Madison, Andy. It looks exactly the same. As what? Michigan. Yes. <laughs> same geographical meteorological zone. You just are on the other side of the lake. Yes. So I won't get a lake effect weather, but... No. no. You just get the cold weather coming off the plains. Yes. Where the buffalo roam. And the deer and the antelope play. Sure. Okay. Or is that the range? Is the range? That's, the, it is know. the range. Oh, give me a home where the buffalo, buffalo roam. Home on the range, Andy. Ah, uh, whatever. Not home on the plains. It's the plains range, range in Spain. He's <laughs> mainly on the plain. There we go. Havrikets hardly ever happen. Yes, my fair lady. Oh, it's a, such a good musical. That which is. we talked about during our favorite musical random topic. We had a favorite musical random topic? Yes. Don't you remember that? Andy, what you said during the intro, I kind of like took a physical shock when I realized you said the words 262. <laughs> I prided myself, when I, when I did photography, I prided myself on being able to look back at any of my old pictures. Like, oh, I remember the details about that picture. Yeah, I'm not sure I could do that anymore. Not with the episodes we've got. 262 episodes. It's really but- shocking to our guests when they're like, wait, you've been doing this for five years? Yes. Yes. Yes, we have. Musical, musical. <laughs> You're looking for it in the uh, list, aren't you? Episode 247. Didn't we move to this site in like episode 48? I think so. Okay. It might be time for a redesign. <laughs> it has served us well. Low these years. Years, people. Does that mean I'm going to have to actually design a new logo again? What do you mean design a new logo? You took the same friggin' design and just tweaked it. You didn't even tweak it. You forgot where you put the original one, so you remade it. That actually is the truth. But I said it. I was like, every time we do something different, I add a different one on there to make it more random. Or to cover your lazy ass. One of the two, one of the two. Okay. We probably should get to actual discussion about news. Okay. Besides the fact that Andy made a purchase. I wasn't going to say stupid. I mean, hey, uh, from my perspective, it brought you to Madison. True. Which is what I've been trying to do for almost a year now. Very true. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to complain. But if this Jeep lasts, which it should because it has, I think, the the 4.0 liter V6 engine, which... If this Jeep can get you back home. It should. Without being stung i whatever yes if it can if it lasts and then if i sell the bends for a decent amount of money this jeep would not have been that expensive and it's also got the working four-wheel drive too which is really nice in winter yes so for starting and stopping yes. well not even stopping just starting or you know not sliding and drifting it's, it's a little less of, about the sliding four-wheel drive is more just can you start can you move also, can you stop? And also, can you turn? Because if you have two-wheel drive, then the t- back two would just kind of kick at all well, of your t- front-wheel drive. Okay. So speaking of driving... Really? That's how you're going to do this? Yes. Okay, go for it. Need for Speed. Remember that game, Dave? Yes. What's the last Need for Speed that you played? Um, was there a Need for Speed San Francisco? No, there was Driver San Francisco. Driver, there's Need for Speed... I don't know that I've ever played Need for Speed. What? I don't play the racing games. I played Rush and Rush 2049. Mm. Those count as racing games? Yes, yes they do. I, I tend to stick more with the kart racers and even those I haven't played in years. Well, Need for Speed is a... Wait, which one's kart racer? When you can pick up weapons and shoot other people. Oh, okay. There's, yeah, there's kart, there's arcade, and then there's simulation racers. Yeah, like Forza and, and Gran, Turismo. Gran Turismo. Yeah, 
don't play Gran Turismo like it's an arcade game. <laughs> no, <laughs> that no, doesn't. Not uh, quite the point of it. No. The point of it is to be very pretty and very realistic. Yes. So EA controls the need for speed. Yeah. Wait, I, I, I kind of like that idea. EA controls your need for speed. Well, they do, because so it wasn't originally they, an EA they game. They can but... pump up your need for speed. They can make you require more speed. I feel the need. The, the need, need for, for speed. speed. Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start trying to call out references, which just means you're going to make more and more obscure references. And then I'll I'm just do the, give up. I'll do the inside references that only Kate would know. Okay, but that's not fair. <laughs> that is an excellent question. Monty I don't Python? Really, I don't really need a duck. Okay, see, now you're going way, way inside jokes, and that's just not cool. It's two lines from the same movie, a movie that I do believe we gave you to Oh, watch. Meet the Robinsons? Yes. Okay. I haven't, did I ever give that back to you? I'm not sure. Did you actually ever watch it? No. <laughs> I think I gave it back to you before I moved, though. I do believe so. I think we gave it to Brian and Beth to watch. Okay. Well, anyway, speaking of animated movies, well, well need, not really animated. Need for Speed. We yeah. were on... Need for Speed movie, yeah sold the film rights to DreamWorks. Okay. Is there enough of a story in Need for Speed to make a movie? Well, they tried to do that with Need for Speed The Run because they tried to make a story in that game, but... So really, they sold the name. Yes. They sold the right to the movie, which basically means we sold you the name. They have basically licensed out the movie. Well, think about this. One of the guys who's going to be a producer on this, uh, John Gattins, is the guy who did Real Steel, which was the movie that was based off of Rock'em Rock'em Sock'em Robots. But... (laughs) I mean, it's possible. Okay, so according to DreamWorks in a statement, the movie will capture the spirit of the video game franchise while rooting itself in the tradition of car culture films of the 70s, which to me sounds exactly like Driver, (laughs) which is an Ubisoft title. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. And they're actually fast-tracking this, so it's supposed to be coming out sometime. Is, is in... that supposed to be a pun? No, well, that's what they call it when you fast-track it. Yeah, but given that it's... Yeah, it's Need for Speed. Need for Speed, so they're fast-tracking. I should get my freaking Rimshot application back. <laughs> I have, oh, I don't have room on my pay, homepage for that. Come on, widgets. There we go. But now... Don't it, try to go to Rimshot.com. No, um, I actually have a Rimshot widget. There we go. Oh, there we go. Do you have it too? Or do you have, oh, you have rimshot.com. Okay. No, not rimshot. Do not go to rimshot.com. Instant rimshot. Instant rimshot.com. My system wouldn't let me go to rimshot.com. <laughs> okay, do not go there. I will keep that one up. That and sad trombone. So what else we got vehicle-wise? FedEx. Ah, the FedEx trucks. The FedEx trucks. FedEx is... Am I close? Yes. Yeah, I can still hear you. Cool, because I'm way away from the mic at this point. Andy was saying I'd have to be eating the damn thing. Well, that's how you get the buttery sound of your voice, Dave. Oh, the the smooth, Welcome to Smooth Jazz 90.5. RAPodcast.net. That's not actually a radio call sign, but... Okay. Uh, FedEx is piloting a, a uh, EV program. So they are taking two trucks in the Washington, D.C. area, and they are converting them to be electric vehicles. Just who? Just who. But if the program is successful, then they will start converting the rest of their fleet. Now, their, I, their fleet of, uh, like, 7,000 trucks. 9,000 vans. 9,000. Why are they, they are not vans. These are significantly larger than vans. It's a box van, Dave. That's actually what they are called. It's a truck. It's a box van. More than a van. It's like a 
truck. That's, but it's called a box van. Okay, like, fine. Well, but they also oh, if if this pilot program works, then they will be switching their nine thousand box vans to be uh, electric. Or maybe it's called a cube truck. No, sorry, that's that's like a U-Haul. What? <laughs> okay, this is a step van, by the way. Ah, there we go. As it says in the title of the article, step van, box van, or truck van. No, a box van would be a truck because it still has the truck front. It's basically a flatbed truck with a box on the back. Okay, so what makes this a van? Um, what, what you are the car guy of yes. this show, Andy. No, no, Tell no. me what defines a van. Okay, so the box truck is still a truck because it's a flatbed truck with a box on the back. Right. This is a van because, because the <laughs> the storage area is inside the vehicle. With a box van, you actually have to step out in order to access the back. But a van, you can go in from the inside. I think that's what it would be the definition of a van is. <laughs> And what differentiates a van from a car? Or is van a subset of car? I'm not sure. I love how also the Wikipedia article for step van goes to multi-stop truck. Thank you. It's a truck. All right, fine. I'll call it a truck. Of course, I have no idea what defines it as a truck, but it's a truck. Just, I mean... Wikipedia defines it as a truck. It's like pornography. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. So good luck with that, though. I mean, hey, that would be really cool. That's a lot of vehicles that would be moving to electric. Which probably would cut down on the FedEx cost. Switching to... Well, there's the initial cost of the switch. Yes. Which I expect would not be cheap. Probably not. Think of how many batteries you'd have to use to power that thing if it's all electric. Yeah. In a, I mean, so there, there's the cost of the parts. There's The energy still has to come from somewhere. Yeah, based on the shorter daily range requirements and typical poor gas much. I could see that out here in Michigan. Out here in Michigan. You're right. We're not in Michigan anymore. Out here in Wisconsin, out in, like, the Dells. This brings up, by the way, um, kind of stupidity number two from Andy, uh, if I can digress for just a minute. All right. Driving to go... All right, try saying something. Hello. Very odd. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why that happened either. Okay. Stupidity thing number two. Driving to go pick up Andy's new truck. Jeep, whatever you want to call it. It's a Jeep. It's a Jeep. Okay. Driving to pick up the new Jeep, the, the guy said, you know, we'll, I'll be here till like 7 o'clock. And so we're driving. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we got plenty of time. And he's like, we're going to be late. I look at the clock. It's 5.50. We're like 10 minutes away. I'm like, Andy, what? He's like, we're going to be late. I look at Andy. I look at the clock. I'm like, he's from Michigan. Eastern had, time zone. Yeah, I had forgotten to change my watch back. And since my GPS had just gotten out there, it still hadn't changed its time yet either. So both my watch and the GPS time agreed. That it was 6.50. Yes. And I pointed out, like, Andy, it's 5.50. And then I pull out my phone and see that it's, oh. It's 5.50. 5.50. Oops. Time zones. <clears throat> it's like the cross-country trip where it's like, our cell phones can't get service half the time. So we're just like, uh. <laughs> where are we? What time zone? Had to use maps. Back in my day. (laughs) Back in the first cross-country trip. Didn't have any two-way radios. Didn't have anything. God, that was... Maps, maps, maps. We had walkie-talkies the first trip, didn't we? I swear we did. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure, like, only three cars had it, but I'm pretty sure we had walkie-talkies. Yeah, probably only half the cars had them, but after that first year, we're like, walkie-talkies. Yeah, well, because it makes the trip so much faster. When you can talk to people. I know. Besides the three people that you're stuck with in your car. Well, that was why I started doing the uh, video game name contest going on there. All right, got a text from Cat. All right. And that was an awkward break. Welcome to the not so buttery butter light version. So we got completely kicked out of our amazing record. No, we didn't get we had, we had to go. Time ran out unfortunately. So what happens when you get put into a new audio situation? You have to go uh <laughs> panic and record and test and test and okay, let's go. Oh, we didn't have time. 
the, okay, there are six microphones. Well, which microphone am I? Well, it says mic four. It wasn't mic four. It was, it was mic, mic one. one. <laughs> which would make sense, given that it was the key mic. Yeah, and that you didn't actually set up all the mics through Adobe Audition, but through something else that was multi-track. It was, oh. But we, we know for next time. True. If you ever come out here again, we can get in there and... Which you could also get in there by yourself oh, yeah. on mic 4-1. Yes. And then just record your side with nice... Yes, so I could sound fantastic. You could yes. sound normal. A uh, little not sure about how Skype is going to work into this. I did not think about that. For, for Andy's benefit, it is past midnight his time. Yes, my laptop says 12-11. Your laptop is wrong. It is 11-11. That's right. So, before we... <laughs> From left, a certain point of view... For those of you who um, don't remember the previous five minutes for you guys. Or like 30 seconds. True. For us, <laughs> what we were previously talking about was the FedEx, FedEx trucks. They were going to be all electric. And I was trying to point out the fact that out here. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin and Michigan, out in the farming areas. The Midwest. The Midwest. If you will. Where population density is not as high as, you know, Washington, D.C. This might not work. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it's going to be a question of kind of that start and stop motion, well, because that's where they're going to, the, the regenerative braking, the thing that made the Prius so amazing when it came out, which is kind of standard now in all EVs. I mean, that's, there are hills out here. You still get that going up and down hills. But still, when, you know, the FedEx stop is one town and then the next FedEx stop is oh, three come towns on. Even, over that. Even in those towns, it's still going to have two or three stops. But you're not going to have as much regenerative. If you're traveling, you know, like 10 miles through stop and start versus, traffic yeah. versus 10 miles down a country road. I think they'll still be fine. I think they'll still make it. They might have to throw like a solar panel on the roof, which in the winter, Lord only knows what will happen. That's not going to work. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to watch some TV. What TV are you going to watch? Well, I'm actually not going to watch this. Yeah, you don't though. watch television. No. Oh, you're, you're, I know what you're talking. You're talking about the new CBS show. Yes. Which, uh, what, what were they calling it? Win, lose, or draw? <laughs> Oh, no, draw something. Yes, which my guess is going to be win, lose, or draw. I.e. Pictionary. The format will pit celebrities against everyday users in drawing challenges for cash prizes, which win, lose, or draw always had normal people and celebrities on a team pitting two teams against each other. So they're redoing win, lose, or draw and just calling it draw something. Sure, why not? How many active draw something? I know I've, I've removed words with friend and draw something from my phone. Really? Both of them, yeah. They're gone. Oh, so if I were to try and draw with you, it, it would just sit in limbo yes i am saddened andy well i no one plays it no one plays it which the is, question was, is talk about a, a a flash in the pan yeah i mean this thing came out of nowhere took over and then disappeared in two weeks well the question became what was the goal of the game to there was make two, money well for for draw something that but for the player what was the goal oh there wasn't really one that's the problem it to, was the fact to get as many coins as possible to buy more stuff so that you can get more coins it almost had like the whole farmville sort of it wasn't even farmville reward no, there, there wasn't even the pseudo-reward. Um, but I was playing it. That's I was a good like, point. What was my goal in this game? I was playing with people trying to get... Points. Points. But, but there aren't really even points. No. Yeah, it's, it's one of the requirements of a video game is to have a goal. Yeah, and this didn't have one. It was There was the two options. You could either have the people who were drawing massively elaborate things. Pieces of art. Yes. And then there was me trying to draw it as quickly as possible using as few colors as possible, which doing it that way, the coins got you more colors. That doesn't do you any good. That didn't me do me any good. It's like, yeah. I'm still trying 
trying to draw it with just black. And and then add on to that the fact that the words themselves were the advertisements. Yeah. Once people found that out. Or the fact that some of the words started to repeat. It's like, oh my gosh, I have to pick a volcano again, or I have to pick yeah. an island again. It lost its appeal really quickly. I, I can appreciate it. I mean, I've got it installed, but I don't play it very often. In fact, just today I needed a game that I want, you know, I could pick up and play for like two minutes. That is not what came to my mind. What came to mind? Angry Birds. Space. Ah. Space. Space. I found one of the bonus levels. Oh. It was the Bubble Bobble one, mm-hmm. complete with giant vegetable. Oh, Bubble Bobble. So, talking, you know, we're, we're kind of on games now. We might as well kind of continue with that. Uh, Portal? Yes. Portal 2? Yes. Education? Yes. Teachers are getting Portal 2 for free? Well, they're basically, Valve has announced a, what are they exactly calling it? I want to mess this up. Did I post the wrong? The Portal 2 educational program? Yes. Steam for schools? There we go. That's what I was thinking of. Steam for schools, where they basically are building a limited Steam client and a tailored version of Portal 2 along with a level editor. So the new DLC that Portal 2 came out with? Yes. Okay. But they basically shut Steam down, so it's just... Just that. Yeah. You can't go out and buy more games. No. So they gave you a neutered Steam without a marketplace. Yes. And they'll give you a limited version of Portal 2 that you use to basically learn how to build video game levels. Well, the idea is to teach them physics and other sort of things. Because Portal is a great way to learn physics. Hey, speedy thing goes in, speedy thing goes out. Yes. That's the property of inertia. Okay. Not so much. Um, shaky. Interesting. And I'd like to see what they do with it, but shaky. Well, teachers, if there are any teachers. Hi. Oh, no, not anymore. Yeah. You can sign up for the beta this summer with at Teaching with Portals. Oh, they even have like lesson plans. Really? Lesson plan subject, physics and math at the moment. I was a math teacher. I am interested. The purpose of this lesson is to get students thinking about the difference between linear and quadratic functions. Does it fall in a line or does it fall in a curve? Yes. Students get to experience the parabolic motion that they design. Uh Ah. The launcher. Yeah. Students then experiment with the aerial faith plates to manipulate the vertex of the parabola and try to find different ways to represent parabolic motion. That's kind of cool. Okay. I, I I approve. Building a simple harmonic oscillator. Wow. Wow. Yeah, gravity, terminal velocity, man on the moon, conservation of momentum. Students will design their own experiments to demonstrate the effects of mass and velocity on a two-body collision. I have an odd feeling you're throwing things together. <laughs> you're throwing things at other things and watching them do things. Pretty much. That's actually pretty damn cool. Hey, if it gets the point of crossed. More power to them. That was physics, by the way. There's also the math. Volume of figures, spatial visualization and perspective, parabolas. Well, isn't physics just math in the real world? Physicists like to think so. Applied mathematics. Is that your hand? (laughs) It's my knuckles. Oh my god. (laughs) I really hope that that did not get picked up in the microphone, because that (laughs) sounded horrible. You know, it was actually just on NPR. A, uh, a, a doctor, a clinician, decided to do a study to see what the ill effect was, if any. Yeah. So for 60 years, he only cracked the knuckles on one hand and then tested himself to see if there was a difference. After 60 years, you know what he found? What? Nothing. No difference. That's funny. Now, okay, so you have an N of one. You yeah. really need to do this with... Hundreds of people. That's the problem with those longitudinal studies is you need... They, it's such a small sampling. Yep. So... Okay, moving on. Yes. Other gaming news? Other game. There's plenty... 3DS XL. What? 3DS XL. They're adding more letters to the 3DS? I wasn't aware it was possible. But yes, they're adding more letters. They are coming just as they did with the Game Boy DS, and I 
don't remember if there was a DSi XL. There was a DS XL, and then there was a DSi. Now there's the 3DS, and now there's the 3DS XL. And somewhere along the way, they dropped the name Game Boy. It's gone. Like, completely gone. Well, they dropped it when they did the Nintendo DS. DS, yeah. But everyone called it the Game Boy DS. No, I just called it the DS. Did you just... I called it the Game Boy DS. I mean, it is a Game Boy. It is Nintendo's handheld. Thus... No. Okay. So the 3DS XL, because, you know, the five people who use their DSs, someone wanted a bigger one. Five people who got the 3DS and didn't get a headache had decided, hey... Hey, you know what would make this better? (laughs) If it were even bigger... I love how it's only called the XL in America, in Japan. It's called the 3DS LL. 3DS LL. Yes. Why? So not even to, you know, confuse people even more. Right. I got the 3D XL. Well, I got the 3D LL. It's the same thing, except one's from Japan. Except they're both from Japan. Goddamn Nintendo. <laughs> goddamn Nintendo and goddamn Microsoft. What the hell is this Surface? They had a Surface. <laughs> it was, it was giant, cool. It was a giant table that was horrible playing Katana on. Only because that poor Surface had been so terribly, terribly abused. Oh. And and you couldn't hide your cards from other players. Yeah. Well, it was the fact that just trying to trade cards with people just wasn't working. No, and you trade the wrong one. The Surface, actually, uh, there's some really cool games for the, the original Surface now. I mean, there, there weren't when it came out. Now it's... Now, 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 the Surface is a tablet. It's Microsoft's iPad. Take that back. Why? Because the iPad was the Microsoft... Oh, what was the name of that one? Microsoft came out with the tablet first. Yeah, but what did they call the tablet? I... A tablet PC. <laughs> so. And no one cared. Everyone ignored it. Bill Gates was on stage. They're like, ah, eh, whatever. And that was in like 90-something. You're trying to look this up? I'm trying to look it up. It was the Microsoft Tablet PC in 2002. Okay. It ran Windows. It had a pretty decent processor for the time. 2002. When does the iPad come out? Oh, 2010. Yeah. Eight years later. Who stole from who? Very true. Now, are there fundamental design differences between the iPad and the tablet PC? Yeah, I'll grant you that. The technology improved. It had function following form, which I like wholeheartedly disagree with. The, so um, the one thing, though, during this unveiling, the Microsoft service Surface crashed. Eh, it happens to Microsoft. During the pre- during its world debut presentation, this... Which is any worse than Apple not being able to connect to the Wi-Fi? That was kind of funny, too. I need everyone in the room to turn off your phones. You're disrupting this wonderful prototype I have on the stage. <laughs> well, how can we live blog it, since you don't do any of... Yeah, really? Oh. Well, yeah, it did crash during the start, but I... Would you want to get it? I don't know. I don't really need one. I've got plenty of other toys to do. I've got my Android tablet in the drawer over here for when I travel, because that's the only time I take it out. Okay. I don't use it around the house. I, heck, I don't even use my laptop around the house anymore. You just sit at your desktop computer? I have my desktop. Like, I've regressed through the... You know, I, I went from desktop to laptop to tablet slash phone to laptop to desktop. And you know what? I spend more time staring at my desktop than I do at my TV out there or my laptop or my tablet or probably all three of them combined. I do like the keyboard, though. Or that it's, it's foldable. Yeah. Where it's basically like the iPad cover, but it's yeah. also a keyboard. Well, there there are iPad keyboards that actually already have that function. Oh. Where it's both the cover and the keyboard. This was not an original idea. That's still a neat idea. It is a really neat idea. I don't know. What do you think about it? So Apple came out with the iPod first. And then Microsoft followed with the Zune. You get where I'm going with that? 
Didn't we just talk about a, a, a sample with an N of one? Yes. Do you have any other examples? Uh, what was Microsoft not first to? The phone? I was going to say the Xbox, but that worked out really yeah, yeah. Windows, the Windows phone. Actually, Microsoft was first to that. And, but then Apple Not the came. hardware. Not the hardware. Apple was first to the hardware. But Microsoft doesn't do their phone's hardware. No. So, now it, I'd, so is Microsoft <laughs> actually doing this hardware? I don't know. I think they are, because I'm, I remember hearing the story it's, that the OEMs were like, yeah. how come nobody told us about this? NVIDIA ARM processor. It might be in-house. Gorilla Glass. There's a Windows logo on the back of it. Intel version. So it's an Intel processor with an NVIDIA graphics processor. I think this is it actually... It might be in-house. Like, yeah, I think this is actual Microsoft hardware. Which is just a collection of other manufacturers. Okay, but well, but I mean, it's like saying that my desktop is Windows hardware. Well, your Apple is run off of an Intel chip and somebody else's RAM and something else's. True. <laughs> Samsung's Thomas, chips. Yeah, run off of Samsung's chips and Qualcomm's radio frequency chips. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, this we'll see how this runs. Have they announced any prices? Well, we won't see, but unless someone wants to send us a Surface to review... Yeah, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, that's not going to work. They say anything about the price. No, not that I saw. They say they will be priced to compete with other ARM tablets, but who knows. So that's one side of Microsoft. Okay. The other side is a leaked quote-unquote document. And I... So it's for the Xbox 720, which I really still... I think personally, I don't care what they name it, I'm still going to call it the Xbox 365. <laughs> Because it's a better name. Than the 720. Spin 720, where do you end? Right where you started. Just like the 360. Yep, but the, we talked about this. The 360 was designed, it was named specifically to compete with the PS3. Yeah. You cannot have a PS3 and an Xbox 2. No one would buy the 2. Yeah. 3 is clearly better. Yep. Xbox 365. So anyway, the 365 720. <laughs> <laughs> Raffle, copter, BBQ. What was the code name for it supposed to be? Oh, shit. Yeah, talk about thinking back about old episodes. I don't remember. Johnny might know. He won't tell us, but he might know. No, it was actually on Kotaku, so I wonder if they have it. Uh, da, 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 still... Xbox 720 code name Durango. There we go, Durango. I was trying to scroll. The one problem with the way Kotaku's set up is I can't really just scroll through. I didn't search Kotaku. I just Googled Xbox. Xbox 720 code name. Ah. You know, the smart thing to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, me and the smart things. <laughs> Not getting along today. <laughs> or this week, really. Past 48 hours. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. At least the car runs. <laughs> yes. Hopefully it will get you home. Yes. Okay, so a 56-page document, <laughs> which may or may not be real, was quote-unquote leaked from Microsoft. Leaked and or stolen. And it details fairly, uh, like a, a granule, granular level, Microsoft's plans for its next console, including what it would look like and uh, the various technologies that would go into it. And one of the things that le it lends credibility to this is some of the milestones that were mentioned in this document are things that have already happened. Well, that and the fact that Microsoft is actually serving takedown notices to people who are hosting this 56-page document. Yeah. So, you know, good luck actually finding the 56-page document. But some pretty interesting things coming out of it. First off, listen to our, uh, an old episode where we talk about Xbox and Blu-ray. <laughs> because I believe that the deal was the next two generations of the Xbox... Would not have Blu-ray. God, that's an old one. That's going to cost you a dinner, my friend. And I'm going to make you come out to Madison to do it. Oh, I'll bring my Jeep. Okay. <laughs> So, 
kind of features of of the the 365. Yes. Blu-ray, Connect built-in, understandable. AR glasses. Uh, I really hope not. You know, I, I was thinking about it because it's you know, well, who wants to have to put on a pair of glasses to play a game? You know, what if I want multiple people playing? Okay, I have a controller. What if I want multiple people playing? Need more than one controller? Yeah, gonna need to buy more glasses. Is that fair to other people? You know, if you've got like six people and four of them are going to play and two of them watch? Two of them watch the blurry TV screen? Uh, no, not blurry. Well, if it was augmented like reality, not 3D. Yeah, if it was augmented reality, they don't just see. They'll, they'll see nothing. It'll just like, what are you guys looking at? There's like a block on the TV. You'd see QR codes all over the TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look out for that other QR code. It's coming for you. So it, it it does kind of remove that aspect of it. Let me just say, wearing glasses and then having to put glasses on, on top, top of, of your glasses. Yo, dog, I heard you like glasses. That's another reason why I don't like movies in 3D, is I have to put glasses on. Over your glasses. Over my glasses. So did you have you, have you seen this, by the way? And I will read it for our listeners. Yo, dog, I heard yo and yo, dog, like yo-yos, so we put yo, dog, in a yo-yo, so yo can yo-yo, dog, while yo, while yo, dog, yo-yos, dog. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> so it's, it's the exhibit meme of yo, dog, I heard you, you know, yeah. whatever, so I put whatever and whatever, so you can whatever, will you, whatever. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that he's put in is the dog with a yo-yo, on a yo-yo. So there's a picture of a yo-yo with a dog with a yo-yo. So it's a yo-dog or so yo-yo. yo-dog, I heard yo and yo-dog like yo-yos. So we put yo-dog in a yo-yo. So yo can yo-yo yo-dog while yo-dog yo-yos, dog. <laughs> that is almost poetic. Like, it's brilliant. Is the t- that, I think that is the pinnacle of the meme. <laughs> Oh, there's this poor, sad little dog who's all tied up with a yo-yo. Anyway, glasses on glasses, so you can glass while you glass. No, not going to do it. Okay. I like the idea of a built-in DVR, though. Yep. Well, you're going to need that because you've got downloadable content, not just in the sense of, like, adding to a game, but the game itself. I mean, this is probably going to be as close to a Steam box as we're going to get. True. Until Steam comes out with their Steam box. They're not going to come out with a Steam box. They don't do real hardware. If they were smart enough, they'd be talking with Microsoft right now to get a deal on this. Get could Steam? You, could you imagine it? Steam on this? Steam wouldn't have to worry about the hardware. It would be all Microsoft's job. Think of my Xbox Live and my Steam account together. Merge. I mean, they did it with PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flame broiled chicken. Oh, I miss yayas. I haven't had yayas in forever. April of last year. Speaking of flame broiled. In Flint. There was a yayas in Flint. What happens when you uh, your house is attacked by lightning? If you're unlucky, a couple of surge breakers flip. Well, no, if you're unlucky, a fire. Yes. Speaking of flame broil. If you're lucky, a couple surges yes. flip and nothing happens. Your lights go out. Well, the Insurance Instrument Information Institute. Wait, wait, one more time. Insurance. The Insurance Information Institute. Okay. The III. I'll call them the triple I's. The no. yes people. The yes eyes. I I I. I I I. I yes. <laughs> Anyway, saying that the insurance claims for lightning strikes, the cost of them doubled between 2004 and 2011. Because you have more things hooked up to power. Even though the actual number of claims has shrunk over that same time. Because there are more tall buildings nearby. Yes. And people are smarter and actually know what a lightning rod does and they put it on. Found that insured losses related to lightning strikes reached nearly $1 billion in 2011. Okay. 
Now, literally, what they said, the average claim rose 93% to $5,112. Yeah, I've got the name for them. What? The three. The three? Because when you put I, 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 it's Roman numeral three. Okay. So I mean, this. Like, one of the biggest culprits, the three said. <laughs> was the increased home use of electronics like flat screen TVs, computers, and video game consoles. Damn those video game consoles for actually making us spend money on insurance claims. Like well, okay. they're supposed so, to do. So look at it this way. Before you had major always-on electronics, and that's really what it is. If, looking at this list, TVs... Video game consoles, computers, these are things that are always on. Yeah. It used to be your refrigerator, your microwave. Yep. Both of which have transformers. Yeah. So both of which should be able to survive. They're also going to be on uh, high-line fuses. True. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? I do believe so. I haven't taken my residential... Electronics. <laughs> residential, that's actually one of the classes. is residential electronics and wiring. There's yep. also an industrial electronics and wiring. And the class I really want to take, which I think I have to take one of those two beforehand, is the wiring, electronics and wiring of TV, video, and other communications. Ooh, nice. I know. That's okay. what I'm actually going so, for. So when you, when you do the residential, you hopefully will learn, because I'm pretty sure I'm right, uh, a lot of kitchen plugs are going to be going to the, the kind of high voltage, like the big fuses in your fuse box. Normally it's your... Your stove definitely is on a, a separate well, line. you have an electric stove, yes. Yeah. And your oven. Isn't your stove an oven? Mine is. So is mine, but not gas. Not everyone's. Well, that's just weird, having a stove in an oven. And... My parents have that, because they've got the double oven. You're right. Of course. Of course you're right. <laughs> Don't quote oh, wow. one later. Wow. I, okay, I need a copy of this episode <laughs> in the raw format. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my phone whenever Andy calls. <laughs> that will be my ringtone. Oh. Of course you're right. That oh, Music to my heart. But what I've learned from watching Holmes Inspection is you want to get a whole house lightning surge protector. Yeah. Yeah, because his house was struck. So now every house he does in that or show. Or a, a lightning rod on the top. It which still will... can jump. There's, cause we actually, well, okay. What, what is, uh, let me ask you this right yeah. now. What is the point of a lightning rod? It's to transfer the current directly to the ground. Incorrect. No? The point of a lightning rod, literally the, the point is a point. It's a sharp point. It dissipates easier the electron buildup. The lightning rod is that it will not get hit by lightning. There won't be lightning because there won't be a buildup. Hmm. This is why in, in the original stories, kind of the original myth, if you will, Ben Franklin put a lightning rod on his place, which was next to a church. And all of a sudden, the church was getting hit a lot more than his place was. Gotcha. Cool. It allows the, the electron buildup to dissipate faster so it doesn't build up. So there's no discharge, there's no strike. Hmm. You don't I'll have believe to research me. This. You don't believe me. I don't believe you. I'll have to research. Now, what they ended up doing is saying, okay, it's still getting hit a couple times. Let's ground it. And then you have the ground. Yeah. And you want that to be a really good connection because you don't want it to jump into the rest of the house. Yeah, talking with a bunch of the amateur radio guys. Oh, speaking of which, this weekend's field day, which is basically the amateur radio holiday of the year. Cool. It's when the day that everybody goes outside and actually it's basically an emergency preparedness test. So if anybody saw anybody, you know, in, a field? in the middle of a field with a radio and an antenna. That's what they were doing. I don't know where I was going with that. You're reading about lightning rods right now, aren't you? Yes. While Dave's doing that, I'm The purpose of a lightning rod is often misunderstood. Many people believe that lightning rods attract lightning. It is better stated to say lightning rods provide a low resistance path to the ground, etc., etc. Damn. Oh. I'm keep researching because I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> Dave's not right. Pretty sure I'm right. Check. Well, what we can agree on... Check. Didn't I win our chess matches? I think so. I don't know if the text file is still posted or not. But what is right is the fact that Australia... Yay, Australia! 
has you're welcome everyone no that didn't <laughs> it's not really you're welcome congratulations everyone especially you Kaza. you can finally get more than rated 17 but not adult only games you finally have that key piece in there the basically the r rated you finally get an r rating yay after i don't know what 2009 is when they first tried to uh, i don't know but just any game that's not rated basically g or pg <laughs> They could not legally sell. Well, they could sell, just not in most places. You can finally play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, well, assuming it gets the rating. True. True. Apple and Motorola. What are they arguing about now? Well, it's actually the, the, the kind of funny thing. They are no longer arguing. Really? In fact, they are no longer allowed to argue. <laughs> so the judge who was overseeing the Apple-Motorola back-and-forth lawsuit yeah. said neither company has been able to prove damages from the other company. <laughs> And so has dismissed the case. In addition, has made a second filing saying that these two companies can no longer try to refile this case. Oh. <laughs> so basically, the, the judge looked at both of us and said, prove to me you did that the other one's done something wrong. Neither of them could. Said, shut up, sit down, and go home. <laughs> oh, my And they goodness. can no longer file... <laughs> The, the Apple and Motorola's claims cannot be brought before the court again. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, oh, that. All these patent disputes, all the, they stole our tech, no, they stole our tech. Yep. Sit down, shut up, and go away. You're both huge companies that can make lots of money. Go home. Oh, that is funny. Like, really? Wow. Oh, we were we were still talking about the III and consoles and hooking them hooking always on things into the wall. We got kind of distracted on that. Oh, that was just pointing out the fact that the III was pointing out for a fact. Oh, it's it's video of games. TVs and video game consoles. Yeah, I'm not sure there was enough growth in well, that. I'm just still finding kind of funny that the insurance company is there to you know pay out money in case oh, yeah. lightning strikes and other damages, and they're kind of complaining. Well, what's going on here? Well. Then they should lobby to have better regulation on in-home wiring. Yes. Or mandate part of the building code to have some sort of A, lightning rod, or B, whole house surge protector. Yeah. Because the whole house surge protector is comes in before... The fuse box. Yeah. So... Yeah. I don't know. I find it so... kind of funny that they're like, it's the video games. So, mm. Not not so much. Not really. I, I, I would not blame the video games. What's not silly, though, is the... What, what's the guy call it? The pay wave? The theft? pay wave? The, oh, this is that, that app you were telling me about. Yes. Well, the app dubbed PayCard Reader will actually be able to steal credit card data without needing the credit card. So this is only affecting those, like, tap here to pay credit cards. Yes, like the kind that I unfortunately have for my bank. Get a new bank. Oh, I suppose. Just get a new bank. I'll have to call them and see if I can get a new card. That or I'll just bend it enough to break the RFID tag inside. Can you? Yeah, it's just a wire. I think it's just a wire. No, what would happen if you passed a really high power... Oh, it would wipe the card, wouldn't it? Yes. Okay. Okay. It would wipe the card. <laughs> like, well, we could That's one way of getting a new card. If my card's not working, I don't know why. <laughs> it's because I ran an electric charge across that strip. I It just stopped working. I don't know. It's magnets and electricity. I don't know what's going on. No, no, no. You don't, cl you don't admit to knowing that it's magnetic. You just say, yeah, that little black strip on the back, it stopped working. I think I wore it out putting it in the gas can thing too much. <laughs> But the okay, so the idea is the new phones have the near field communication stuff built into them, right? So I guess they're able to interact 
with the RFID things that are in the touch here to pay. Yeah, it's, it's the same kind of technology. It's just really close radio frequencies. Well, it was available on the App Store. Oops. Well, sorry, the Google Play Store. Is it still available on the Google Play Store? Nope. Oh, is it down? Well, that link is. Oh. So yeah, for a little while, people could have just downloaded the app. It's probably out on the torrent sites if you want it. Oh, oh it's also available on GitHub. Uh-oh. Oh, great. <laughs> nope. Take down from GitHub. Oh, good. 404. But that means it's out there. So yeah, it's an, I'm, oh, nothing like... I'm getting a, a phone with NFC. If I start seeing random charges on my card... So, A, you have to come back to Madison. Which B, I'll have to do for this crazy dinner thing. That you're going I'm to owe me. Let, I'm going to put the onus on you to find where I said about that. God damn. I'll probably want, be able to narrow it down if I look back up when the uh, the the myths were... You know what? We have an episode of HGDVD vs. Blu-ray. I bet you it's near there. All right. That's still an hour an episode. We are at 200... We might have had show notes at that point. Two. We might have had show notes at that point. Oh, if there were show notes... Or tags. I don't know. I, I'm putting the onus on you. Okay. Find the audio of this agreement for dinner. <sighs> if you want to if you want to call the bet, you're going to have to find See, this it. is this is one of the things I want to put in the site redesign is like Andy and Dave's bets. <laughs> But then we would have to go through and find all of them. Well, we just keep track of them from then on. Did we really do episode 96 in binary? Yes, because that was an April Fool's episode. Oh, oh yeah, 0401. I see. Ah, I told you what my next idea was for the next April Fool's episode, right? No, but don't tell me right now. Well, I'm not going to tell you over the air, because that well, will good. spoil the fun. See? But we also need to get some monkeys. But, what? <laughs> just saying. Monkeys. Monkeys. Because we have access to monkeys. Sure. Sure. Okay. Anyway. Um, I think we're out of topics, and we're running out of time, so I should hit the random review. Yes. I was going to do Tiger Woods Golf, but I decided against it. I am reviewing this one piece of hardware that I use for one specific purpose. So, work sometimes in what we call the washroom, which is, as you may guess, where we wash the scientific equipment that we use during our manufacturing process of yada, 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 right? Okay. So we have to wash this equipment because our dishwasher is currently not working. So I'm stuck in there by myself. For eight hours at, at a time. time. And there's a radio in there, except it only gets two stations. One, the classic rock station, which I hate their morning zoo. Hate their morning zoo, so I don't want to listen to that during the day. And B, the other one is the top 40 station, which, no joke, during one time, not even during just the eight hours, but during the break between, like, 6 a.m. and noon, just six hours of time period, I heard Kelly Clarkson stronger three times. That sucks. Yes. So I thought... Hey, this radio's got a tape adapter on it. It's also got a CD player. So I thought, I wonder if I could burn CDs and bring them in and play them. But then I'm thinking a CD is only an hour and Yeah, 16, 70, 70 minutes 70, of audio. 76. 76. Is it 76 or 74? It's however long Beethoven's ninth is. Yeah. But anyway, so it would only be an hour, so that would not be helpful. And I was thinking, oh, well, it's got a tape adapter, so I could just get a tape. It's got a tape player section, so I could just get a tape adapter and my MP3 player. But then I'm thinking, I really don't want to take my iPod into this room that we're dealing with, you know, there's a glacial alcetic acid and there's some Sprex, which is basically tied on steroids. There's some heavy-duty chemicals in that room. Yeah. So I really don't want to bring, you know, my nice iPod. Into a caustic environment. Yes. Yeah. So, I found the Sonic car cassette adapter, which is an MP3 player in the shape of a cassette. 
And in this cassette shape, it has built in the tape adapter. Okay, so it's like the stuff that you used to put into your car. Yeah. It looks like... I, I had one of those, except mine didn't have, like, uh, an SD slot. It had a wire coming out that would plug into an audio. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the one you could buy normally at Myers. It's the one that's... It looks like a tape. It's got the wire coming out. Yeah, plug it, that into same idea computer. as this. It's just this has an SD card. Yes. So this one is also a standalone MP3 player. Okay. You put the MP3 things on the SD card, put it in there. Clever. Really clever. I know. Surprisingly clever. Only 20 bucks. Clever and cheap. There are downsides, but it also has a remote control too. So you can actually put it in there and no joke, hit play, hit skip, hit repeat, hit mute, hit pause, select by tracks. So what I'm doing now is I will actually take my podcast that I want to listen to, put them on there, and actually listen to them instead of annoying radio, which I know, yes, wanted to go into broadcast injury and, and not wanting to listen to the radio. But it's a brilliant idea. The downside is they say the playback time is six hours. Yeah. A little less on the battery? I've gotten about four hours out of it with continuous play before the thing kind of conks out. You know what would have been smart? What? If they had the wheels in there, be a little dynamo. Because the CD, oh my god, that would have been brilliant. And in fact, if, if you had the ability to play on fast forward, it would still produce the audio at the correct rate, it would just be spinning them faster. Hmm, I can see that. They've also come out with one now that's also the, this one is not a standalone MP3 mm-hmm. player, because this one you actually got like a headphone jack on it too, so yeah. you actually could just listen as an MP3 player. Yeah. They've got another one here that's got a built-in USB cord. Okay. So you could, if you had, you know, a plug. Computer. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But this one is nice because it's portable, so I just put it in the tape player, close it up, and it's It's not, good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also only 20 bucks, so if something happens to it, I'm not going to be freaking out compared to my multi-three-digit price iPod. <laughs> multi hundred dollars okay uh yeah so yeah it, I, I like if they had made the yeah, if they had spinny things a little things dynamo nice. but like I, it just I, charges I, the battery as it goes that would have been nice so i mean it, it wouldn't be enough for indefinite play and there's of course energy loss yeah but every little bit would have been pretty nice now some people have said that the volume output is low which it is low it also doesn't work with all tape players because those little spinny things aren't actually hooked up to anything so some of the newer tape adapters will take that lack of motion to mean that the tape is done so then it will automatically flip sides <laughs> yeah it doesn't really work in the car no but on a boom box if you're going out to the beach and you don't want good. to yeah if you got the old stereo take it out to the beach just put this in put this in and bring so something to charge it after you know yeah, that's the problem after four hours it was done i was like really they said six and i got four. Oh, poor andy but still four hours of that by that time it's done morning zoo is done so i can flip it on there my day's already basically half halfway over, over. So if you're looking for an MP3 player... So, you know what you could do, actually, since they're only 20 bucks each? Buy two. two (laughs) Just buy two. Buy two of them. Okay, so this Podcasts on one, music on the other. Could. That's the also the thing is, I'm not sure how it picks the order, because I've tried renaming the files 0, 1 through, like, 10. I've tried reorganizing them by date. and It just plays whichever one it wants to play? Yeah. Album? It seems to pick, like, a random one album? in the middle and start album? there. I don't know. Could be sorting it by album. Except I've clear, always used the same podcast. Clear out all of the uh, IDE 3 tag. Like, just get rid of everything. And then see what it, just do it piece by piece to see where it picks it from. Get rid of everything, including the, like, the song name, and just have the file name 010203, and then start adding it in if it doesn't work. So, there you go. It's a neat little piece. 20 bucks. It's not like, you know, the $4 that you could get for the cassette adapter, but... But it works. It works. It could work better. Could work longer. 
could work much longer. I wonder if I could just get in there and just see what type of rechargeable battery they're using in there. <laughs> and like, I've got a soldering gun. Spike up the battery. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll crack it open. It's. I'll see what's in there. Sure. Do a little DIY on it. So, random topic. Yes. As I'm diving into Linux over here, I'm trying to figure out where the heck this thing is. Yeah, I'm gonna try and search the descriptions. Rolled ahead of time, which I now realize my list is on the other computer, which is no longer here. <laughs> anyway, if you could go to hell, or if, if you were to go to hell, yes, what would it be like? Describe hell for you. Describe hell for me. Oh. Well, I accidentally <laughs> bought a car on eBay. <laughs> Without telling your wife. Yeah. But it gave you a trip to Madison. True. And she wasn't that pissed about it. A thousand bucks, it, it's... It's $1,000. It's not great, but it's not like... It's not like you bought a $30,000 yeah, car. Yeah, come home with a brand new VW Bug or something. Prius. Did you tell Laura about the Prius? Laura was working with me every step of the way. Okay. She good. was there when we bought it. I got a new car. I was trying to make a joke with the bug, but you won't get that one. Anyway, moving on. Fuck. Just, what uh, would hell be like for me? I think hell for me would be an environment where it is constantly changing. This, this is I I can be a dick sometimes, so I do apologize. But sometimes, thanks, Andy. Where the, come on, you set yourself. The up world is constantly way. changing, so that everything I say is wrong. Although I suppose at that point I could make it not hell. Once I recognize this. That's a system that is made to be gamed. Well, what do you think about Dante's Inferno? Each level being a different punishment for a different sin? Yes. I don't know. I mean, it implies that you can only go to hell for a particular sin. True. You're only in one level at a time. There there are discrete hells, yeah, as it lust, were. Lust, gluttony, greed, anger, heresy, violence, fraud, and treachery. Yeah. I mean, I did just blow the shit out of the primeval of hell, Diablo 3. Ah. Spoiler alert. Oh, come on. It's Diablo. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You fight Diablo. <laughs> Well, duh. Well, he dies in the second game. The devil, he doesn't really... No, he's die. not the devil. He's a pseudo-devil? There's, there's three prime evils. Diablo, Mephisto, and Bale. One's the Lord of Terror, one's the Lord of something, and one's the Lord of something else. And then there's all these lesser evils. True. And and so, no, he's not the devil, he's just one of the lords of hell. He's the Lord of Terror. I don't know, I like... <sighs> Here's Hell would be alone with nothing to do. That's what I was thinking. Just not even being able to see yourself. Like, complete darkness. Just, just absolute existence. Yes. Nothing else. No interface. No no communication. No record. Just you and your thoughts for eternity. I, I wouldn't even say your thoughts, though. Your thoughts, you could, you could start to invent things. I mean, that, that actually theoretically puts you in a position of God. But if you can't see, and all you can think you about... You can is, still perceive, though. You can still think. I don't know. I think Just flat-out existence. No thought. Maybe how, a sense of time. Maybe a sense of time. How would that be punishment, then, if you cannot realize you're being punished? Oh, I, I never said it was punishment. I take hell, in this case, not as punishment. That's the Catholic version of hell. Okay. I'm taking hell as the worst possible form of existence you could think of. Is there a Jewish hell? <laughs> Not really, no. Okay. Jewish afterlife is a funny little story. <laughs> Depends on who you believe. You know, I just realized I've never actually read the rest of the Divine Comedy. I don't think anybody's really read the rest no of the Divine No one reads the Divine Comedy. English majors read the Divine Comedy. Yeah, everybody just reads... I mean, Inferno. the Divine Comedy, certainly the Inferno was just self-inserting fanfic. Sure, I can see that. It, that's really what it was. It was the original fanfic with self-insertion. Oh, there are nine celestial spheres of heaven. Oh, of course. Well, to match the nine match the levels nine. of hell. Yeah, yeah. nine. Okay. That might actually be Sephiroth. 
Where is the tree of life? Show me the tree of life. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, nine plus one would be ten. Yes, Andy. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying the nine levels of hell plus Satan is ten, so it would be the nine heavenly spheres plus God. Satan was on the ninth level. I thought he was a separate... No, he, the ninth level had Satan with three heads chewing the three great traitors. Okay, Limbo's within circle one. There's something about completing the structure of nine plus one equals ten. Hold on. Oh, notes on Dante's Inferno. Oh, I actually have to read a book. <laughs> I hate when Wikipedia does that. <laughs> See, no. Damn it, Wikipedia. I have to go offline? Oh, man. I mean, one of the Sephiroth is self. So, uh, you know, not sure whether or not that counts. Wisdom, understanding, kindness and power, beauty, glory and victory, essence, kingship. Those are the different levels. All right. I think that's that's what I got, though, is just pure existence, possibly with the passage of time. Well, I was just thinking of, but this would be a whole other random topic. We're already running long now. What is it? Uh, what our thoughts of heaven would be like. Because then you could... Some you could other time. Yeah, that's a whole other random topic, but I was thinking the opposite The antithesis. Of the, yeah. Whole d- different different time. Okay. That's a random topic that somebody you know should suggest. Might want to suggest, possibly. Nice. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.